2: Welcome oh, to the Donna and cool. Steve experience on my Talk 107.1 Everything Entertainment. Producer Dawn McLean's with us as well. She's super busy today. So we appreciate you hanging with us. Yeah,
3: of course.
1: She's uh, getting shadowed right now. I'm glad I'm not you know. getting shadowed. If there was someone in my closet with me right now from my West Metro headquarters, <laughs> bureau I should say, I would be really, I'd be a lot of people in a tiny little space. That's what it was back in the day that when this first got set up out here. I had uh, engineer Jake, God rest his soul. He's still alive. He just moved on to a different <laughs> position somewhere else. Oh, my God. He was sitting in this room with me for three hours, just s- literally squatting next to me. <gasps> Physically squatting. Oh, wow. Just waiting for stuff to happen. I able to get back up. I know. It's Maybe really cool
2: that you get to be in like a nice, cozy, enclosed space, you know, mm-hmm. with clothes surrounding you because that absorbs some of the sound.
1: Right, right.
2: I'm basically in my living room.
1: You because, are. You know,
2: we have to be closest to where the what do you call it? Our router is. Yes. Because we have to plug into our our router, and unfortunately, this is the only location.
1: Donna, you have to understand what you are. You are a woman of the people, and it's a beautiful thing about you.
2: Thank you. I appreciate you know? that, Steve. You're my. Buddy, I want though.
1: you to know uh, what I did last night that I think will make you proud. Okay. No, it was late. It was late. It was it was after midnight. I stayed up till two a.m. last night because Damn. I slept hard in the middle of the afternoon yesterday.
2: Yeah, well, you needed to.
1: I guess I I yeah I did. I wasn't like oh come on keep laying down just try to get rest try to get rest I was like out cold with the old Roni. That being said, I'm up late. I watched This Is Us with my wife. Talk about it later.
2: Oh God, I can't wait.
1: Uh, but I. Pulled up some Amber Heard Johnny Depp stuff, Donna. I watched eight minutes of the trial. Eight minutes. Okay. I watched eight minutes, and I felt like mm, it was plenty. But here's the part that I heard, and I hope I was watching a recent video from like yesterday. There was um, what Johnny Depp's one of his attorneys named Camille, right? Camille the Great. Yes. Twitter is loving yeah, Camille.
2: Yeah, they love her. Think she's a great role model for young young kids.
1: Okay. Well. Girls. She was questioning Amber Heard at this point, and the audio that they played, Donna, you are a two-time judge, or number 12, it was not great for Amber Heard if she's trying to get through this as though she was not at least one half of the aggressor in the relationship, because there's audio of her saying she had kicked a door in, um, kicked open this door, he closes a bathroom door, it scrapes her toes. She gets PO'd, kicks the door open, corner of the door hits him in the head. He stands mm-hmm. up, what the bleep, and then she hits him across the face. And it, mm-hmm. there's audio multiple times of her talking about hitting him, and he was like, well, "It was a punch," and she was like, "It wasn't a punch, you baby. I hit you. Okay, I don't want to break down the form. It was, a, but it was, it was." I'm not saying it was good audio for Johnny because Johnny's had his own things that have come up throughout this. I'm just oh, yeah. saying in the eight minutes I've watched, that was not good audio for Amber Heard.
2: Oh, it, it gets even worse. I mean, she was just listen. I was so I was listening to the the court TV, you know, talking heads, mm-hmm. and they were saying, "Listen, we we look at this from balls and strikes." You know, hmm. right now, uh, Johnny's team is throwing strikes. Hmm. They're they are they're not letting up. They're not letting her off the hook. They're I think what they're trying to do is present her as a, a liar because she, there's a history of her lying so much so that they're talking about this British case that she could be you know under investigation for some of the disparities in her testimony. Hmm. So there's a little bit of that. She's just fibbing then they interviewed one of the most boring witnesses i've ever seen in my life um he was on uh previously you know on tape i don't know why he was why he wasn't there but he was a friend of theirs uh they interviewed her former best friend rocky who you could tell she is like squirming uh does not want to be a part of this and is kind of being a little you know cranky if you will oh okay then so this, this oh. um, I think, is her last name Vasquez? Oh, shoot, the Camille. I yes, think so, um, yep. The lawyer. Okay, she's she's really good. She sounds very young, but you could tell she's also very experienced. You know, she just has that kind of voice. Uh, we have a clip of her being grilled about a late-night
0: visit from James Franco. You changed the locks to the penthouses on May twenty second, 2016. I attempted to. That's why you felt comfortable having James Franco over the evening of May 22nd, 2016, Miss Hurd? I do not know when James came over. Okay, let's remind you. That's you and Mr. Franco on May 22nd, 2016, right, Miss Hurd? That's correct. And you're taking him up to the penthouses, aren't you? That's where I lived, yes. And it's past 11 p.m. at night, isn't that right? I'm not quite sure of the time it looked, it looked like that. Why don't we pull that video back up? 2251, almost midnight, right? It's, um, or, excuse me, almost 11 o'clock at night. Exactly. You knew Mr. Depp was out of town the week of May 21, 2016, didn't you? I don't know what I knew of his schedule at the time. You knew Mr. Depp was out of town on May 27th when you went to get the domestic violence restraining order. Isn't that right? I don't know if I knew that at the time. You knew, you knew Mr. Depp was heading out on a European tour that week. Isn't that right?
3: I'm not quite sure what I understood of his schedule at that time.
1: Hmm. That's not a great fallback. No, because... You
2: know, cl- yeah. I wouldn't be able to... I, I couldn't
1: be in a case like this because when I was listening to the tape and you hear a little bit of it there, <laughs> excuse me, there were multiple... So she would play a bit of audio and then mm-hmm. she would have to start each one just to sort of set the efficacy of it all and say, that was you and Mr. Depp on the tape, right? And then just that would just get so annoying when you know someone is trying to break down your argument and then they just keep playing audio of you and then starting with, and that was your voice that I heard, wasn't it? And then you just have to say, yes, it was. Like each time it's you, the, the, the the person on the stand, Amber Heard or Johnny Depp, whoever it is, must just inside be like, just on with it. What are you trying to prove here?
3: She's trying to lead her down a question, questions of yes, so that whenever Ooh. there is one that should be no, she said yes so many times, yes,
2: but you know it's you know what's really interesting is that Amber heard has they're allowing you know anytime you see something on t v where it's like yes or no, Miss Smith yeah answer the question, yes or no, they don't let them elaborate. I notice that they're letting a lot of like elaboration snarky comments go on. There were so many times where her lawyer should have objected and didn't. It's, uh oh, it's a lot, but they're gonna run out of time. I think they've got they had 20 hours as of yesterday. I don't know how many more how many more witnesses they have. But again, all they all they have to do is prove one instance on Johnny Depp's part, just one. Hmm. And they'll win the case. So I think that's why they're going at it so hard. But that, man, both sides are fighting so hard. So hard.
1: Thank you. Yes. Well, listen, <laughs> I, I listened to eight minutes and I would like to officially, I am resting my case.
3: No, oh, you
2: are. Yeah. What's your decision?
1: I, just, there's not one. Oh, um, okay. I'm just going to rest my May case. May I approach? <laughs> well, well, overruled. A,
2: a, oh, my gosh. All right. Well, there's there's the latest on that. It resumes today probably as we speak.
1: When we come back, a whole lot's to get to today. It's a Wednesday. We're playing the Millennial X Games in hour three at 1130. College pop culture knowledge at 1030. My thoughts on this is us at 930. But when we come back, let's wake our brains up. Uh, Okay, this is fun. If there was a hole, H-O-L-E, going through the middle of the earth and you fell into it, how long do you think it would take for you to get to the other side? This isn't a riddle. This is a real oh, thing. I've got I don't a number. Like that we'll, t- <laughs> we'll tell you about it when we come back. It's Don and Steve on my talk. Was it? Hey, hey, good morning. Hey, welcome back.
3: Yeah, we're back. back Sorry either. about that.
1: We have a giant uh, pizza rat. You remember pizza rat from New York <laughs> a few years ago? <laughs> <laughs> he's in the studio right now, and he's chewing on wires and stuff.
3: And, and her name is Heidi. I'm going to yeah. blame it on our trainee, Heidi. Yeah. <laughs> She's awesome. She's awesome. I'm just... Poor Heidi. Things are falling apart in this show, but we're, we're doing getting great. it back on track.
1: You know what, though, Don? No better show for things to technologically fall apart than on the Don and Steve experience because already we have, and this is something that we've taken a lot of time to establish, we've created low expectations.
3: Yes. And so (laughs) when this happens, if this happened on your
1: shiny morning show, the morning drive or the afternoon drive with the girls, people would be up in arms. They'd be calling, disappointed, upset with us. They probably don't even notice.
3: They do. I've already gotten emails, <laughs> oh, but you know, okay. hey, oh, no. yeah, Don't it's okay. Worry I, I'm it. actually coming to their job later, and I'm going to be sitting in their cube, <laughs> oh, and I'm going to go. Why are you using that pen? I oh,
1: wow, you can hardly see that. Oh, color, yeah, All right, all now right time to meantime, wake our brains up. Fun facts. Up. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: Okay, hold on, just a second here. Okay. I can do that too. I'm, I'm a big girl. Uh huh.
1: Let's do this. Three, two, one. Imagine if there was a hole going all the way through Earth.
2: I don't like this.
1: And then you fell into it. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to. there are no follow-up questions. I'm just going to say that ahead of time. As a reminder, if there was a hole that went all the way through the Earth and you fell into it, how long would it take for you to get to the other side? Oh. <sighs> What I don't know is, is this at a free-fall speed? Yeah,
3: how fast am I falling?
1: I guess free-fall. If you fall into a hole, I guess. It doesn't specify that. So like
3: 125 miles an hour.
1: Sure. Is that like a Mm free-fall? Is that kind of what you're going? Okay, yeah. Yeah, Then I bet yes. How long would the free-fall last (laughs) until you got to the other side? Where would the other side be for us? China. I don't know.
3: Steve, this is like you doing the, the diameter of your tree. This is, <laughs> yeah. It is, exactly. really. I, I was trying that. to figure that out, which Amy told us in a text how dumb we were Yeah, how to do it.
1: Yeah, I blocked her.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. but who knows that? You
3: know how many years it's been since I've had algebra?
1: <laughs> she brought, She for... mentioned pi. Like, I had to do yeah, something yeah, with pi. Yeah,
2: true. Yeah, you do. Divide it by no, two. No, thank you.
1: They,
2: yeah. uh-uh. Okay. So, so you, there's a hole going through say... the whole
1: middle of the earth. How long does it take you... As you And you accidentally step into it. You fall down. Now you're free-falling through this hole in the middle of the earth. How long does it take for you to get to the other side? We're like, whoa, I fell in, in Rhode Island. But here I am in wherever, Uzbekistan.
2: Four hours.
1: Four hours. Ooh, a four-hour free-fall.
3: I'm going to need to do some calculations here. Hold on. We're going to allow that. (laughs) We're going to allow that. Because Dawn has
1: done done skydiving Mm -hmm. many a time. And uh, so we will allow this because she already knew the free fall speed. So you're going to do so. Now, here's the problem, Don. You got to figure out how, what do you think the distance is through the earth?
3: Oh, I'm so excited. I I, I was going to say 6,000 miles. But I don't think that's right. I'm I'm just guessing. So forty eight hours, two days. Six thousand miles. That's not a lot. Okay. Okay. Well, what what's your idea?
1: If there was a hole (laughs) going all the way through the earth and you fell in, it would take you about thirty eight minutes for you to get to the other side. I
3: said forty eight hours. You
1: sure did, Don. Oh boy. And you used a calculator.
3: Wow! <laughs> oh, really? Okay, okay. You're
1: you are both wrong. All right. Price is right rules. Closest without going over. You both went over. Nobody gets the prize.
2: Oh. Okay.
1: Oh, this is fun. I don't.
2: I don't like. I don't want to think about things like that. It, it's how Dawn has like issues with the ocean. Yeah. Mm. Yep. I had. Oh that yeah. Just made me feel that way.
1: Did you see that killer whale video? No. no. Oh, Dawn. Dawn's face just now. There were, there were fishermen uh, up in Cape Cod, okay. and you normally don't see whales up there. It's not unheard of, but it's rare. And they were on a fishing boat. Cause can you believe those really exist, right? Just out on the fishing boat in Cape Cod. And they see a uh, killer whale, right. giant fin, come up next okay. to their boat. They Wait said it was second. like a six-foot dorsal fin. Where's Cape
2: Cod? Is that like New Connecticut? England. Okay, England, you see whales over England. there. England. We took
1: it all.
3: Maine has huge whale watching like industry.
1: That's what I thought too. But apparently, in Cape Cod specifically, whales are pretty rare, though not unheard of. Rare. And it was just trailing right next to the boat, eating up its fish. Thank you.
2: Yeah, I do kind of like whales, they kind of appeal to me.
1: I, I went whale watching in Alaska. Let me travel. And it was so fantastic. Anytime you saw a whale. There are few beasts on earth who will inspire such awe, and, mm-hmm. and in that awe is fear baked in. You know, fear, respect, majesty, it's all there in a giant humpback whale. And then when this sun biatch breaches, <laughs> defies all laws of gravity, and shoots out of the water, Mm-hmm. and turns on her side and smacks down. And waves
3: at you. You pass out.
1: <laughs> Unbelievable. That's what Unbelievable. I would do. Unbelievable. Oh. Anyway, treadmills. This is about treadmills. Treadmills were invented in the early 1800s as a way of punishing prisoners in England. So when you hear people say that they're torture devices, they are. That's how hmm. they started. Wow. Brown sugar is no different than white sugar. The only difference is that some of the molasses that gets removed in the refining process is added back in.
2: Hmm. I say that again. Okay.
1: Brown sugar is no different than white sugar. The only difference...
2: For those of you just tuning in. Okay. Is
1: that some of the molasses gets removed in the refining process is added back in to the brown sugar. So it is different.
3: Okay. Okay. <laughs>
2: it, it does. You know,
1: Don, when you read it that way, <laughs> because the first two sentences are: brown sugar is no different than white sugar. The only <laughs> difference,
3: yeah, it's <laughs> okay. really, yeah, because it tastes different and it does different things to baking. And
1: the idea for tinfoil hats came from a science fiction <laughs> short story called "The Tissue Culture King" in 1927. The main character uses a hat made out of foil to block people from reading his mind. That's how that started.
3: Interesting. Cool.
1: I have one more. No, no, no. Don't thank me yet. There's one more. The lower bar on women's bikes is antiquated. It was originally designed that way because of the heavy dresses that women wore in the late 1800s
2: really interesting thank you for saving the best for last wow why does the guy get the bar up high where he can be injured
1: oh well chivalry Chivalry? chivalry are you saying that men would have been we would have been more prone to injury
3: yeah, because yeah. you guys have a bar up there. Family Jewels, yes. right?
1: Oh, uh, you, oh you mean under... Okay. Oh, that's the bar. I was thinking handlebar. We're out of time.
3: No, no. no. We're, We're talking about that dangerous bar.
1: I understand. Yes, me no like you the bar. All right, when we come back, <laughs> uh, I watched This Is Us last night, and I have some thoughts. We'll tell you about it next on Don and Steve. Hey,
2: good morning. We are back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything
1: entertainment.
2: Oh boy, everybody seems to be talking about last night's episode of This Is Us, just like they were the week before.
1: And Donna, last week, you said that you would go on the ride. You haven't seen it yet, though, right? You were going to watch the final couple of episodes.
2: That is correct. I have to figure out how to watch them. I used to record them all, and then I was mm. like, hey, I'm not watching this anymore, so I ended the recordings. Yeah. I bet later
1: today so... it will be up on demand. I believe in you yeah
2: i bet you're right now i need to go back and watch two i need to watch the last three episodes
1: you know being told i would actually say maybe the last like the final four in total dating back to there was an episode all about miguel on this is us a few weeks ago that that lou said was really well done really really well done um so and there was sort of two episodes in a row that were dealing with dementia, because last week's episode, we're talking about This as Us, last week's episode uh, had Mandy Moore, um, it was really expertly done as Mandy Moore's character was dealing with dementia and the family surrounding her and all of the mixed emotions and the difficulties that come with that. And it was flashing back to her caring for the children, helping tie their shoes, and then cutting to current day as she's helping. Uh, She's having her shoes tied by her children because she's no longer capable of that. It was a really, really beautiful thing. So I'll talk about last night in generic terms, and then you can read a few emails uh, without giving spoilers away. But here's what I thought they did really well last night. And I'm at the point now where I'm regretting not just having watched the show the whole way through. Because I feel Mm -hmm. like it would have been very satisfying. Um, But last night, we're getting closer to Mandy Moore's character dying. And as people come together, and this has been an episode, a part of the storyline that has been alluded to, foreshadowed for a long time. Mm -hmm. And... You could do an episode where people are coming in to sort of say their goodbyes around someone who's about to pass, who's essentially in hospice care, is laying, not reacting to people as they're lying there in bed, and you're coming in to say um, farewell. This could have been very linear, that you just have people coming in, one emotional speech after another, after another. Without going into it, in case folks haven't seen it yet, they added a third dimension that once they showed me what they were going to do to give it more of just an extra layer, at first I was like, oh, please don't get weird. I almost had like a feeling of the final episode of Lost. I was like, tell me this isn't going to get gimmicky. And Mm -hmm. it did not. It was really well done and creative how they imagined that the person lying in bed who's about to die... And, you know, you go into a hospital room and you're asking, can they hear me? It was really interesting how they brought that to life. It was a very interesting way of doing it. And it was just a beautiful callbacks. If you're a fan of the show this whole time, you get some callbacks that will feel emotionally satisfying for you. And you learn some new things. They just do. I just don't even know how you create a show like this where the storyline is so deep and then there are these callbacks that make something that you saw four weeks ago mean so much now it was quite well done what are the emailers saying
2: well i don't have any emails i was just reading some of the uh some of the articles and where people are commenting you know Mm. like online Mm -hmm. um first of all i was crying just reading the comments Um, People are tweeting things like, I've never cried like this. Uh. This is the best um, writing of transition of life on Mm. television. Mm. Others are calling it a masterpiece. Um, Heartbreakingly beautiful. Another person said, I'm emotionally destroyed. Um, Someone else said, this is a masterclass in motherhood. It's perfectly written. I have to say, Mm. I really do think that this is the one show out of everything that's on network television right now, even though I haven't watched it in a while, I think the writing is absolutely uh, like off the charts, like top of the line, Mm -hmm. you know, spectacular. Uh, Mandy Moore says she didn't know what was coming when she got the script for this season. Mm. And she says she encourages people to watch it. With an open mind, even though you you know where it's heading, but it's still surprising. And she was saying that she would imagine that this is what people think of when they think of themselves dying,
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, and that this episode was harder for her to film than the actual finale, which I believe is next week, right?
1: Yeah, one there's episode only one left. more episode. You can yeah. watch
3: them on Hulu, Donna.
1: You have Hulu.
0: Oh, thank
2: you. Yeah, perfect. Okay gonna do that
1: and I think yeah I, go know, back to the Miguel episode so okay so you'd have three I, yeah. episodes to watch heading into next week
2: so wait mm, okay yes someone told me I should watch the one before last week okay I'm yes. gonna do it yeah I was almost gonna watch this episode this morning mm. and I thought I don't know if I'm emotionally stable enough to watch this right now
1: no and I think you you don't want to I think you want to set the mood when you watch this you don't want to do it in the morning you don't want this is not a thrown in a little whites thing donna could you watch i think you all? want oh, no, to sit down and watch it
3: could you watch him like in a row
1: you, you could but oh, i think donna's a crier long. she would lou said to me last night and again lou the rock of gibraltar who just doesn't cry this is us really has made her cry this season she thinks last night of a 42 minute episode right with commercials she said she was probably crying for over thirty minutes of it with tears. It was because yeah. it's what well, and she's there's a s- mom. You there's know? A s- she's a mom and they do it so beautifully. And to your point about the writing on This Is Us, um it's, it never feels, and I'm sure there are people who disagree with me, but it never feels overcooked to me where they're trying to wring out the emotion. I think that's a common critique is like, oh, they're just trying to get us to cry. Or maybe it's so well done that you're just crying. And maybe that sort of upsets you or you feel like, oh, geez, I'm getting emotionally manipulated. The writing is really good. And they they write for characters really well. So different characters are written so well. And it never feels yeah. like never feels like, and I love Aaron Sorkin, and I love his writing. never feels like you're in an Aaron Sorkin situation, though, where it's like, does anyone ever take a breath here, oh, or is this gosh, all just right? one giant poem? <laughs> Instead, they let it breathe, and sometimes it's just the one word at the right time, right at the end of the yep. episode. And you're like, boy, they could have overcooked that, and they didn't.
2: You know, I wonder if, you know, we were going through some of the predictions yesterday from the Hollywood Reporter as far as the Emmys go. Mm -hmm. This has got to be This Is Us's season, right? Again. It has to be their year. Because people are saying if Mandy Moore does not win the Emmy, that's just outrageous.
1: She does. She really beautifully portrays a mother in this. And hearing the kids um her her kids so she's grown in the episode last night so it's like the old man anymore, and her kids coming in to say goodbye to her is was just really I can't
2: see, i'm gonna cry it was
1: really really well done yeah donna i don't, don't you probably it, shouldn't yeah. binge this but <laughs> okay. you know part- because you will feel emotionally exhausted i think by the end of an episode you could do two in a day but you need a breather in between you need to do like an Amber Heard sandwich here. You need a, this is us, <laughs> a little Depp Heard, and then this okay. is us on the far side of it, but not in a row okay. because it's just so well done. I don't know what's going to happen next week, but goodness, oh, it but really it's be nice. yeah, it's it, it's been well done. So anyway, okay.
2: I kind of regret not watching a couple of the last seasons. Today. I feel that
1: way too. Oh, you
2: guys uh, skipped seasons. It, it, we skipped. It never stopped being good. I didn't leave because it stopped being good. It was just, I think,
3: it was that emotional exhaustion. Well, pandemic, hello. We were all emotionally Mm -hmm. exhausted. That's right. It still is, but we were in the depth of just just not knowing what was going to happen the next day, and I think it was a little hard for people.
1: Well, you know, I can... Relate that to a different show. We tapped out on Breaking Bad, not because it wasn't good, not because we didn't yeah. find it well-written or well-acted. It was the end of season two, and there was a bit of emotional exhaustion in a different way where we were wrapping each of our nights watching Breaking Bad, and then we just said, you know, we don't want to end every All night nights. with some sort of meth dealer drama, <laughs> right?
3: and
2: right, then we right.
1: stopped and never went back to it. Yeah, so
2: I'd, I think you're fine that. with not having seen it. I th- I'm sorry. I know I'm in the minority, but I really, oh, yeah. I didn't feel the same way about that show as other people did.
1: It was fine. How much of that has to do with maybe your own um, past history with crystal methamphetamine? <laughs>
2: It um, was no, a test.
1: That, you passed. That, that's very funny. Good we job. have
3: Jill hey, on the phone. If she, uh, if you have oh, any good. time to hear from her about this sure. is us,
1: let's Can bring in Jilly Billy okay. Jill. Hi, Jelly welcome Bean. to the Don and Steve experience. Uh, what'd you think of this is us last night?
3: Hello. Oh um. my God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Were uh, you crying?
3: Like a baby, this whole month. My mom <laughs> passed away two months or two years oh. ago. This month. So oh, and I have two siblings, so it's oh. just been, in some ways, healing,
1: and in some ways, it's like ripping the bandaid back off again. But oh, the writers are holy cow, and then the whole train paralleling her life. Oh my wow. god, so good. So yeah, good. you mentioned the train. That was the part that I was like, "Is this going to be a gimmicky way of doing this?" And at the end, you were like, "Wow, they that was a really creative." And then this won't be a spoiler. Because if you haven't seen it, this will mean nothing to you. Right. But Jill, the loudspeaker in the train—that yes. was a really creative way to give us some imagery uh, of how that yes. might be. I thought it was really, really well done. Oh uh, man, well, the name of the
2: episode too. And I rewatched it
3: this morning. Just and I, admit, there's so many pieces of the train part that I missed. Oh, when you it rewatched good to it. Go
1: back and rewatch it. Oh wow, like so things Jill, you didn't pick up on. What's your plan for next week? Because this if I mean you have to think that they have maybe saved the biggest emotional punch for last. Are you just going to take the day off from all other responsibilities? Prepare yourself for <laughs> take weeping. the next day off. Yeah, maybe the next Seriously, day. Seriously, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to need tissues. I'm going to need bottles of wine. I'm going to need
3: my family to just shut up and let me watch it. Yeah, that's a big <laughs> thing, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Oh, yes. Well, happy that you enjoyed it. Our love yes. to you, considering the passing of your mother. Yes, um, we hope that you. it continues to be a cathartic experience for you. Oh, my gosh, it is. But healing in a way, too. So Yeah. Well, thank yeah, you for listening. Yeah, thanks, thanks for calling too. in. We a thing. Have a good that. day, guys. Bye-bye. Yeah, you Bye, too.
2: Jill. Okay. All right. It's uh, called The Train. That's the, uh, the episode. Yes. So The Train, the Miguel one, and then whatever happened last week. Oh, my gosh.
1: Oh, last week was so good. Really? We need to take a break. Was it better than this week? Um, I, they were so different. It's tough to say that. Okay. They were so different.
2: All right. When we come back, listen, guys. Um, I saw something last night while watching television.
3: This is the story of the wad. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding
2: And I need your opinion on this. Is this okay? Is it genius? Is it over the top? Is it crossing a line? It was a commercial. I will tell you about it when we come right back. But first, let's do a giveaway. Caller 5 right now. 651-641-1071. We've got uh, Disney Princess. Is that what it's called? Disney Princess, the yes. the concert?
3: It yes. is the tickets. concert at the Minnesota State Fairground Grandstand. It's on Monday, Ooh. September 5th at 4 p.m. Uh, you also get tickets to the fair, so you don't have to worry about that. Um, awesome. And the tickets for this actually go on sale this Friday for this. It's the Disney Perfect. Princess concert.
1: But caller five You, you get to free. win them right now, 651-641-1071. Good luck. Call now. It's Donna and Steve.
2: Welcome back. Happy Hump Day. Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1, where talk is fun. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I was watching Hulu last night, and then I saw a commercial, and I did a, a cartoon stop, and my eyes popped out of my head like, Auga! and I was like, what? And then I saw it again. Let's make this official. I saw something
1: hey if you see something say something oh that is catchy huh you, you
0: see you, so time say for if you see something say something, something say something with donna and steve if you see something say something come on and party tonight all
1: right hey, so,
2: so i was watching the dropout that's that uh, story of Elizabeth Holmes yeah. and Theranos. That comes Get me their blood. I gotta tell you, Amanda Seyfried, or however you say her name. So good. So good, so worth it. You and Lou would uh, maybe I should watch really it like this. I, I mean, already saw I the like documentary,
1: it. so I feel a little like it's oh, better. I kind of know. Okay,
2: no, because they go back. They go back and they show her in college, and you know how people responded to her. Mm. Um, they kind of set things up. The, the way they tell the story is better than I think the documentary because I don't know. I got a better. I got a better understanding. I think of her um, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs uh situation anyway uh okay so i'm watching it and then it goes to commercial and it's for an insurance company called ladder and it's a life insurance company it's like a flex term insurance company that started up i think it launched in california i did a little bit of a deep dive and they've got policies that range from a hundred thousand dollars to eight million dollars in coverage okay? okay
0: all right
2: I want you to, uh, we're going to play the commercial. Okay, first here's a 60-second commercial. And maybe, Steve, you can describe what's happening. Okay, great. And it's watch. already
1: linked up on the show links page if you want to go and check it out. Uh, let's all take this journey together.
3: Okay, three, two, one.
1: Hi, hon. Hi, honey. Kissing the cheek. Uh-oh. Now she starts to look at him as he walks into the house. Whoa. An axe just comes down from the ceiling, hits him in the briefcase. She's holding shears. Snowball has a bomb in his mouth. Yep. She's trying to kill this guy. Mm hmm. She wants his life insurance money. Hello, father. Nerd alert. Socrates said. Whoa, knife comes out of the fridge. Anyways. Hits his picture on the wall right in the
2: end. There's a good tagline
1: an arrow through a can of soda. (laughs) Ladder. Life insurance so good, they're gonna want you dead. (gasps)
2: Wait, wait. I love you
1: too, guys! But seriously, intentionally killing a policyholder will void all life insurance benefits. (laughs) Can you
2: believe that?
1: You know... Oh my
2: gosh! uh,
1: I need to... I have to make sure I have the right reaction here. Because I get where you're coming from, Donna. You feel like this was in poor taste. However. I
2: mean, it's funny. I remember mm -hmm. it, right? True crime Mm -hmm. is very big right now. (laughs) And Um, then they tell
1: you, don't do this. It will void it all. But they did get your attention. That would have been a good Super Bowl commercial.
2: I agree. The thing is, if you don't remember the product, the spot is a failure, right? Right. I remembered the ad. Yes. I remembered the brand.
0: Mm. Uh,
2: humor is off, you know, like often like a great tool. Taglines, jingles, yeah. sometimes it's a character, but sometimes the punchline overpowers the product. I don't think it did in this case. However, no. I'm still very concerned. <laughs> <laughs> you know, know, let me play here's another it here's the like thing Elizabeth
3: II.: for...
1: These ad yeah, agencies, just... what's tough for them is they have to break through the white noise. And if you're life insurance, talking about people dying, you really gotta figure out how am I gonna grab somebody's attention. To their credit, they they did that very successfully. They did.
2: They did. Here's a 15 second one, just this one. So she in this one, she's trying to lure him into the bedroom. Okay, there's candles okay. on the steps, there's petals, flower petals leading up, okay. Here we okay. go.
3: This is a 30 second one. Yeah,
1: yeah, 30. Oh, okay. I'm home. Oh, he's taking his clothes off as he gets closer to the bedroom. Well, hello. Oh, it's a crocodile! It's a crocodile in his bed. Life insurance so good, they're gonna want you
0: dead. Insurance so good,
1: they're gonna want you dead. But but seriously, intentionally killing a policyholder will void all life insurance. (laughs) I mean, I have mixed feelings because I do laugh. I do too.
2: It caught my attention, and I was like, "Wait, what?
3: Did I hear that right?"
1: Yeah,
3: I I like
1: it. You like it?
3: Yeah, I do. I, like I think this us. actor is hilarious. Oof.
1: I yeah, like he's it good. From
2: Saturday Night Live get, you know bit. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it, I just feel like there's a lot of unstable people out there who uh-huh. are, I don't know, who are gonna go. But oh, this is a great idea.
1: But then they, that's why they tell you at the end the disclaimer. But seriously, killing a policyholder will void all the life insurance. They, they give you that. They diffuse that. If
3: you, yeah, if you're going to kill somebody because you watched a commercial, you are going to kill somebody anyway, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I guess. Yeah. And we can't like suddenly be, you know, up in arms about this, whereas we'd be perfectly fine watching a Dateline episode, which they've had many of, I'm sure. Oh, sure. The undercover stings whenever people try to hire a hit on their spouse. Sure. Yeah. You know, that's true. Donna, you've you watched those. Yes. yes.
2: I mean, in that, I don't remember what I was last watching, but oh, it was the thing about Pam. And she's basically oh. reading a book about how to kill somebody. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm sorry to laugh. Safe. No, it's funny. I laughed out loud. I was like, okay, this is funny, but now I feel guilty for laughing. I don't know. I don't know. Very creative. I'll give them that.
1: That's it. It feels almost like the kind of commercial that would be on television in Europe. Don't they have like looser commercial rules? Because I remember seeing, like, these are the commercials. They used to do commercial shows, like the craziest commercials on TV. They would have a a clip show of that that would randomly. I I don't know. And I feel like a lot of them were overseas, like where the rules were looser and people talked about more envelope pushy stuff, like killing your spouse, (laughs) which when you say it out loud, you know, it doesn't, it it doesn't hit well, hit huh man, life insurance. Oh man. Well, I, um, don't, don't kill anybody is our message to anyone listening.
3: (laughs) Today,
2: Donna,
1: that's your cue to say right or I agree, that's not right. just see, have been an been a evil snicker. This service
2: of the Donna and Steve experience.
1: That's right, thank
3: man. All right, Dawn. Thank you so much. Hey,
2: for sorry us. for all the
3: mistakes today.
1: Don. Oh, you don't have to You know what? I'm going <laughs> to
3: wipe it clean. Tomorrow's a new day.
1: That's right, girl. Bring DJ <laughs> right. Rock Dumpster in next. Okay, we'll, well here see how his pictures does. went. Yeah, <laughs> okay. fancy pictures. All right.